songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. time it is when you hear that siren it's time for frank's power play frank take it away my man and the 2019 stanley cup champions are the st louis blues hold on hold on hold on hold on you know what since they got got that going let's give it let's give them a round of applause they're absolutely First Stanley Cup in 52 years of existence. Yes, that's right. A, a very long drought. Yep. A job well done. They won Game 7 in Boston. 4-1. to one. They were pretty much jumped out to a 2 nothing lead in the first period. Made it 3 nothing, and it was 4 nothing. That was pretty much what Boston said. No mas. And they ended up winning it. 4-1. to one. The Conn Smythe Trophy for playoff MVP went to Ryan O'Reilly, who was the leading scorer in the playoffs and in the Stanley Cup Final as well. So congrats to the St. Louis Blues. And and here's another fun fact. On January 2nd, the Blues were in dead last in the NHL standings, which is really crazy. And a lot of people, myself included, Pretty much left them for dead, but they ended up turning it around one night in Edmonton, and they started winning, they started playing Gloria, and now they're champions. And also, they become the fourth team in the last 11 years to fire a coach mid-season and win a Stanley Cup. That Now, that goes back to the, the, the question that I have, is the coach gets fired, the coach that they brought in, is he better than that other coach? Because, I, you know, what, some people, this is where the argument comes in. Some people say, especially in hockey, coaching has nothing to do with your success. I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Okay. That's what, you know, Scott Farrell has said on his show on the, the, I mean, look, on the bench. That the coaching is, yeah, they, you can do the substitutions and stuff like that. But really in hockey, it's kind of difficult for the coaching to really make an impact. Uh I, w- I disagree with that statement. I think coaching does have a lot to do because, for one, how do you make ga- decisions in games? James, true, and true, true. how's your voice in the locker room? I mean, they obviously they weren't getting it done with Mike Yo in charge, and they switched to Craig Berube, and they end up and it ends up winning them a Stanley Cup. Especially since they were dead last in January. No. Re- what kind of reasonable person would have expected a team that was in dead last to end up going from the basement worst, worst to first, basically yeah. from for, for in, in, in half a season, months, half a season. But that they're also the first team to get the furthest in any professional sport to be dead last in their season, too. Exactly, which is which is kind of crazy. But some people say, well, you get hot goaltending. I mean, you know, well, Jordan really Bennington. I mean, Jordan Bennington did play very well in net for the Blues. I mean, I think he had he definitely did his job towards it. I mean, I mentioned Ryan O'Reilly, who was the Conn Smythe winner. I mean, 
Grant, I thought Bennington maybe could have got some consideration, but O'Reilly kind of took it upon himself to start scoring. Mm. I mean, as for what motivated him, who knows? Now, wait a minute. Now that the that the season is over, I guess we can give this out to the NHL. Yep, to the Boston Bruins. Well, even even the St. Louis and Blues. The Blue, yeah. Well, the Blues will be cleaned up today. They got to have their parade yeah, first. Exactly. So they'll be cleaning up the, the confetti at the parade. But other than that, though, uh, that's going to the NHL season. Uh, continuing. Yeah, and also. This was the highest rated, and I believe, playoff game in North America, at least in the United States, on on NBC, which kind of goes back to what I've talked about and what you and I have discussed, how the NHL needs to market their product more. Mm-hmm. Well, NBC did that more, mm-hmm. and, and it paid dividends. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So I think we could... Probably put that, we can finally say, mission accomplished. Yeah, I will. At least in that standpoint. Yeah, I thought they did a very good job marketing it. Even though the games were back and forth, there was a couple sloppy ones that were, were blowouts. But other than that, I will say, they kept it on the network so you could find the game. It wasn't going back and forth. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, this I would say, even though I had no dog in the fight, didn't know too much about the teams, it kept me interested. Yeah. And, of course, then there comes uh, the reports of injuries that happened during the finals. O'Reilly was playing with a cracked rib, but Zidane O'Chara ended up, the Bruins defenseman, he played with multiple fractures in his jaw, held together by two plates, his mouth was wired shut, had pins in his jaw, and was pretty much stuck on a liquid diet. He played in three games. And he also had a had a lower body injury too that was un, unspecified. So I mean, imagine being able to do that, and not being able to eat solid food and still go out and play. Yeah, that is pretty. That's about as tough as they come. Um, I'm not sure if he will end up playing next season or not because Father Time has caught up with him. Yeah, it has caught up with. But him. we only time will in that stance. So now that that season's over, the offseason has begun, and there's been some moves going on. We had a trade go down yesterday as the Philadelphia Flyers set defenseman Radko Gudis to the Washington Capitals in exchange for defenseman Matt Niskanen. The move basically frees up hub cap space. Niskanen had two years left in Washington, and at $5.75 million, although the fly, Gudis had had uh, one had one year left at $3.35 million, although the Flyers retained more than $1 million. So the Capitals clear up cap space. Who knows what they do in the offseason? I don't think they're going to be in the Eric Carlson sweepstakes because their blue line's already loaded head with... Nick Jensen, John Carlson, Michael Kempney, and Dmitry Orlov. They have, that's a combined $23.85 million. So we'll see what happens there. A couple of, one signing that did go down on yesterday. The Islanders re-signed Jordan Eberle forward to a five-year, year, $27.5 million contract extension. 
worth five and a half million annually. Okay, so he's now off the free agent market. And when free agency opens up on July 1st, these are some of the names to watch. Artemi Panarin, Eric Carlson, Sergei Bobrowski, Matt Duchesne are probably the big fish. There's also names like Joe Pavelski, Tyler Myers, Matt Zuccarello. There's some names to watch. We'll see what ends up happening. As for potential trades, hey, it's on TSN's trade bait board. You've got Phil Kessel at the top. He was rumored to be on his way to Minnesota, but he nixed that deal. So who knows if uh, Jim Rutherford decides to deal him or if he keeps him. Guy who could be on the move also is Winnipeg defenseman Jacob Truba. Leafs defenseman Nikita Zaitsev has been rumored to be on the move as well. There's a lot that'll go that could go down, especially with the draft coming up in less than a week. Speaking of that, TSN has released their mock draft 4.0. Oh, Jack Hughes expected to go number one, although to the Devils. But Capo Caco is closing the gap. I still wouldn't be surprised if he does jump him for number one. He'll probably go to the Rangers. Other names to watch. Bowen Byram is expected to be the first defenseman off the board going to your Blackhawks. Hawks. And as for the Red Wings, they're expected to take center Dylan Cousins out of Lethbridge in the Western Hockey League. Speaking of the Red Wings... Steve Eiserman had a press conference leading up to the draft. After, and of course, they kind of mentioned how he, he took over in Tampa back in 2010. And this is all from The Athletic. Said it's a very similar situation, so having to go through it a second time, you're just a little bit better prepared. And he said, but of course, Eiserman did indicate that he hasn't he doesn't like to go... Position-wise, for your first overall pick, usually go for best available player. There'll be plenty of, there should be plenty of options available. I bet you Cousins, Trevor Zagras, Matthew Boldy, Cole Caulfield, held out of the U.S. Western Hockey League guys like Cousins, Kirby Dock, Peyton Krebs. So there's a, those are some of the names to watch. And he also mentioned he's spoken with a couple of. Of the pending free agents, Nick Cronwell and Luke Witkowski has not talked with Thomas Vanek. I think that probably means Vanek is gonzo. Cronwell, I'm not sure if he returns or not. He may retire. Eisman did say he could take as much time as he wants. I don't need to know by July 1st. I'm fine either way. Hey, so they'll let him make his own decision. And there, also, the NHL's buyout window opens today. Hey, don't expect the Red Wings to do anything. Hey, Eisman said, to be honest with you, I won't I won't say I would consider it hit, but it looks unlikely because I don't think they're looking to clear up any cap space at this point in time because it doesn't seem like they're going to be big players in free agency. Eisman has stated he likes to build through the draft and doesn't believe you can build a team entirely through free agency, and he's not wrong there. There, so 
So that will pretty much do it for my power play on this Saturday, the 15th day of June in the year of our Lord, 2019, honoring the 2019 Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. Actually, what was your thoughts on the actual season, real quick, now that it's wrapped in a bow tie? I would say it was interesting, to say the least. I mean, I know... I mean, I know Game 7, they said it was kind of a clunker, but you know, Series 1, 7 games, you're not going to, it's not going to guarantee that it's going to go right down to the bitter end, and and I think the blue, I think really the, that's the story of the year, the blue's going from worst to first, hmm. or so. Now, what's the odds who's going to win next year, because I know they already got the odds out already. Um... I'd have to look. I'd have to look that up. But I think the I want to say Tampa was at the top of the Vegas odds. So at this point, but you know, a lot can happen between now and July first. Obviously, how will trades go? How will free agency go? And all that good stuff. So we shall see. But in the NHL, it's kind of hard to do that, you know. Yeah, it's t- it's tough. No one know? imagines St. Louis winning. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, I think it just goes that there's a lot of parity in the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna have, there, you're not gonna have dynasties like you had with the Edmonton Oilers and the Re- the Red Wings of the late '90s and the New York Islanders. No, no team, no team. I don't think you're gonna see a team pull a three peat trademark Pat Riley. Not in NHL. No, because I, I mean I it's a cap salary cap. It, it's ever since the salary cap's come into place. I think injuries and plus you got guys getting guys get injured. Heard a lot of other things happen too. It's t- it's tough to do. Oh, so uh, yeah, because the Penguins had won back to back before the Caps knocked them off, and they were yes. injury real by the time they got to them. Yeah, and they all and kind of like we mentioned last week, week with the Golden State Warriors, the Penguins had played a lot of hockey mm-hmm. as well, and doing all that, it ca- fatigue catches up to you at some point. Yeah, and it, it, I guess. I doubt you'll ever see a team maybe like the Warriors in basketball five years at least win three championships. It's just in professional sports, 82 games. And well, really, if you think about it, if you go all the way in hockey and basketball, you're yeah, over you, 100 games. Yeah, I mean, you're I mean, you're at least say, 98 if you sweep through the playoffs, 16 games. For yeah, I know. Although that, do, that doesn't happen too much. I mean, usually on average, you're talking maybe. An additional twenty games, so you're talking at least a hundred game season if you end up get if you end up going to the finals and and play at least like five games a series on average. Right. Yeah, that that is that is pretty crazy. So uh I guess that'll wrap it up. Not really because coming up you have your um power play for more offseason stuff. We go a little bit into July with the power play. Yeah. Because the dra- the draft will be Next Friday night, mm-hmm. right from Vancouver, first Vancouver. round. Yep, first round will be televised on NBC Sports Network. Oh, okay, nice. So, uh, on Friday, that's the day after the NBA draft. Yep, and then the NHL free agency will open up on July first. 
Nice. Coinciding with the NBA. Hmm. Yep. Did uh, Gary Bettman get boo- booed? He always does. Why? Well, I guess probably because I haven't liked how he's handled stuff with labor negotiations in the past, but he's not. I would, I let's just say he's not. La- I don't, I don't despise him as much as I despise Roger Goodell. Hmm. That's kind of a push. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, at least Batman's not doesn't try to be the judge, jury, and executioner on yeah, everything. That is true. That 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 is kind of a, a sad part point for him. But once again, thanks so much, uh, Frank, giving us that NHL power play. And you can listen to Frank's power play on our podcast or live on the air if we're in the studio from uh, vaguely eleven fifteen to one fifteen here on eighty eight point three WXU. Make sure you go over to SoundCloud and also go on over to iTunes. We got it simultaneously hooked up for you guys that way. So if you listen to one or the other, you got us in your pocket and uh, you can listen to us mobily. But then once again, here we go. That was Frank's NHL Power Play. Coming up next waiting for David, the man that got Harris, to call in. I just messaged him so he could call in. And uh, we'll talk a little bit of NBA Finals. We're also live on the feed as well. Once again, it's 88.3 WGT's. After further review, we'll be back after this.